I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He's John Kincaid. I appreciate all of you who, in a civilized manner, not the jack wagon, but in a civilized manner, can call me out on something. Or question me on something. Or make me think about something. Because you know what? I'm no expert. (laughs) And I'm a guy who has a radio show. Back to the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. All right, let's get this day started. It is back to the John Kincaid Show. It's only been like, well, seven days. I'm coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. You know when you need certainty in the home buying process, and don't you? It's a big decision. You're going to get it with a loan that fits your life. Rocket can. We appreciate them being a part of the John Kincaid Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm very much looking forward to today. And we will continue to be an island. An island amidst a sea of sports media that continues to... Sift through the headlines, and when there's a positive headline to be grabbed, well, that one gets shuffled to the side, and let's find out what's the scariest negative, like, what, what headline could we come with that could just freak people out? What can we do to just continue the fervor of fear? Oh, wait a minute. Today it's in. I've heard it. I've already heard it this morning since I woke up. Haroldus Chapman tested positive for coronavirus. Oh, my gosh. Baseball's trying to come back. And Haroldus Chapman has tested positive for coronavirus. That's the lead today. Well, it'll be the lead on this show, too. How about that? Oh, my gosh. He's tested positive for coronavirus. When in the same week, imagine... We could do the story of Jimmy Johnson, who had to sit out last weekend's NASCAR event, because Jimmy Johnson, the biggest name in his sport, tested positive for coronavirus. Him and his wife tested positive. But you know what the headline should be? Jimmy Johnson's racing today. Jimmy Johnson's okay. Jimmy Johnson was positive last Sunday, and he's okay today. And excuse me if I'm raising my voice early in the morning, cheering it on, because you know what? That is usually what we do with good news. When we've got good news, before the current news cycle 
of covering a pandemic and the climate we live in today, it's become, let's shout out the bad news and let's just like uh, push that one to the side. Yeah. Yeah. Last week it was Jimmy Johnson will miss this week's race. He tested positive for coronavirus. Jimmy Johnson testing positive. The biggest name in NASCAR. What will come of the sport? What, how long can they continue to race? Jimmy Johnson's back. He's fine. He'll race. Oh, now it's like, yeah, Jimmy Johnson's back, by the way. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson is back. Remember this, folks. There is a difference between what I do for a living and what a journalist is supposed to do for a living. What a journalist does, if they do the job correctly, like I was taught at Temple University in Philadelphia in the mid-80s, if they do the job correctly, they are supposed to collect facts. And they're supposed to present facts without insertion of opinion. Period. A journalist is not supposed to be giving you a story with a slant. Someone like me, who is paid to give an opinion for a living, who's paid to interact with you, debate, discuss, whatever, total fair game. But a journalist is supposed to assemble facts. And by the way, they're not supposed to go into a story trying to search for facts that back up the story or the opinion they want to tell you. This is completely devoid. And you're probably saying right now, no, that's not true. No, that is true. Yes. Yeah, that is true. That's exactly what journalism is supposed to be. It's gone. It's gone. It's so far over the cliff. That car went off the cliff years ago. Years ago. And before you start to spin it either way, like, yeah, that's what those guys are doing all the time. They, they. Whatever echo chamber people go to for their news, whether you're on the left or I'm on the right or I'm in the middle, whatever. There is no middle, so we're screwed. Those of us in the middle are absolutely screwed. Those of us in our lives that have gone this way sometimes, gone that way sometimes, we're absolutely screwed because we have no option. But when these organizations, whatever you choose, they went, off the, they went off the cliff years ago. Because they go in wanting to support an agenda and then give you the facts that support it. That's what they do. And unfortunately now, it's invaded everything. Like it's invaded the NBA. Now remember, the NBA deciding to come back and be down in Orlando. I've heard nothing but, I, I don't know how they can do this. I don't know how they can do this. Well, baseball's trying. They're doing a fine job trying. And we talked about it on this show. All they can do is try. So why in the blank would somebody that's in the sports media be literally trying to come up with reasons why, yeah, I don't see it working. It can't work. It just doesn't work. When did you become an epidemiologist? For God's sake, say it, John. Here's a great one, another one, another great one. Greg Popovich. So Greg Popovich decides to come to the bubble. Now, I figured he probably packed his suits, he packed his whistle, 
And he probably packed his politics, too, because that's going to be part of it, too. And Greg Popovich couldn't wait. He couldn't wait to get behind a microphone and share gems like this one. From an intellectual point of view and a medical point of view, I would have to say not probably, but I am safer here if this bubble works. I'm safer here than I would be in Texas, uh, for sure, as you see what's going on there. Uh, And since the decision was made to do this, to, to start the season again, under these circumstances, uh, with all the precautions, what a great opportunity uh, to make race a upfront, uh, basically uh, most important uh, activity that happens on a social level while we're here. I, I, I'm just baffled as to where to begin. When someone starts with, from an intellectual and a medical standpoint, Dr. Popovich, Dr. Popovich begins his lecture from an intellectual standpoint. So let me, that, you know what that means? Put your listening ears on and let me educate you. I'm smarter than you. I'm Greg Popovich, MD. Let me tell you all about my extensive knowledge of global pandemics because I know better than you do. Let me tell you all about it. I'm very intellectual. I love that. I love that. Anthony, I'm starting arguing. Now, from now on, whenever I get into a discussion point, I'm starting it with that. You know, from an intellectual standpoint, let's discuss uh, the NFL's return. In other words, you, you, you plebeians, put your, put your listening ears on and listen to me because I'm so much freaking smarter than you are. I'm Greg Popovich. So he starts with that. There he is. I'm Greg Popovich. Welcome into my, my classroom here. And just, just gather around, children, and let me share my worldview with you because I'm so much smarter than you on an intellectual standpoint and a medical standpoint. Because you know I know all about all kinds of things with a global pandemic, and I'm smarter than you, so just listen to me. I know I coach basketball. It's shocking. I should be sharing myself. I should be a world leader. But I decided on basketball instead. Greg Popovich, MD. And then Greg Popovich says, well, from an intellectual medical standpoint, I'm, I'm safer here than I am back home if you see what's going on in Texas. Oh, Greg! Or can I call you Greg or should I say coach? Coach, you must have an internet outage. Coach. And I'm, again, I'm just going to give you facts, coach, because I want to keep it at a very intellectual level because you're very intellectual. Florida, where you are right now currently at the Grand Floridian or wherever you are, is 25th. It's the 25th most likely state for you to succumb to coronavirus out of 50 states. It's 25th. You can go to the CDC this morning and find the stats. But coach, you know what you left? You left the 40th most likely state for you to succumb to coronavirus. (gasps) That's not very intellectual of you, is it there, Greg Popovich? Not very intellectual at all. So you left the 40th most likely state 
for somebody to succumb to coronavirus and went to the 25th. How intellectual is that? I mock. I know I mock. By the way, I'm living in the 18th most likely state, Greg. I'm in the 18th most likely state of Georgia. So I guess that means if I went to Florida, then I'm going to the, I'm actually going down seven notches. I'm improving my chances. Maybe I need to go to another big week at the beach. Greg, if you're going to come at people from an intellectual standpoint, it would be really good if you came with facts. If you actually came with facts. How about this fact? Compared to March, again, CDC. Compared to March, the average person testing positive for coronavirus is 30 years younger in Texas. I wonder why that is. I wonder why that is. Another piece here from the Dallas Morning News. While the tests are very high, the majority, majority, which means 50.1%, if I'm not very smart, I'm not like Greg Popovich, testing asymptomatic below the age of 30. Asymptomatic. People testing positive don't even know they have it. And then he says, isn't it great? We can come back and we can have the NBA. But it's not about basketball, folks. It's not about basketball. The most important activity that they're there for is to make race the most important activity. He said it, not me. He said it, not me. So that's the most important thing that they're there for, not to play basketball. It has no, 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 no. It's not about watching the Lakers and the Clippers. It's not about wondering if the Sixers can get out of their underachieving ways. It's not about whether the Milwaukee Bucks are truly the best team in the NBA. No, Greg Popovich tells you, you have to just be listening from an intellectual level. The most important thing that we're doing here in Orlando is about dealing with race. That's the most important thing. For God's sakes, 2020 is off the rails. It's off the rails. It is off the rails. Is the idea of social justice for all important? Absolutely. Absolutely. Is it the most important thing that the NBA is doing in Orlando? BS. Maybe for Greg Popovich it is. Maybe for some of the players it is. But the NBA is supposed to be an escape, a release, an excitement, an energy, a return to normalcy. Yes. We're going to talk about it later on. I was reviewing all the things that are going to be in the back of the uh, NBA players' uniforms, the messages. And I got to tell you, I told you weeks ago, I was skeptical. I'm very positive on it now that I see the messages. I'm very positive on it. I think it's being done in a very, very good way. And I think the NBA is very savvy, very smart, very savvy. But is race the most important thing the NBA is doing by coming back and playing? Hell no, it's not. And again, no disrespect to what needs to be done and no disrespect to measures that are being taken to try to make things better or improve incrementally. But that is not why someone's turning on the Clippers and the Lakers. That's not why somebody is watching the Bucks and the Sixers or the Celtics. That's not what they're tuning in for. It's not what it's about. 
And it's most certainly not the most important thing that they're doing. It's not. You may find that controversial. If you do, I will strike that up to 2020. If you find that take, that opinion controversial, I'll strike it up to 2020. Because 2020 is off the rails. And you know what? The sooner the adults get the car back on the road, think of it this way. Dad's pulled the car over on the side of the road. And he's turned around, he's wagged the finger. Right back at you, saying, if I have to pull this car over one more time, behave yourselves. Let's calm everybody down. Everybody grow up. Act right. Be nice to each other. Conduct yourself professionally. Smart. All right, we're going to drive again. Now we're going to try to get to our destination. We're going to have a fun morning. (laughs) We're going to have a fun morning on this. I hope you're already awake. If you're not, I, uh, hopefully I can wake you up in the next few moments. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS is sponsored by GEICO. Did you know right now GEICO's offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's on top of what GEICO could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Don't you want to save money? Visit GEICO.com now and you're going to be able to learn more. And if you want to know why Anthony Pierno is one of the best wingmen in the business, not, not, not hot wings, not anything like that, it's because of the fact that while I was doing my Greg Pompovich pompous college professor voice, he had the music. He, he pulled it. Look at that. Unbelievable. Killed it. We, there it is. I'll do this as Greg Popovich throwing it to break here. Coming up. Major League Baseball's return is off to a successful start from an intellectual level and a medical level. How come nobody's talking about it? We'll get to that next, plus your calls. It's the John Kincaid Show here on CBS Sports Radio. This is the John Kincaid Show. wish he was more often now back to the jk show on cbs sports radio wrong all the time i mean constantly wrong on the john kincaid show here on cbs sports radio at 855-212-4cbs if you wish constantly wrong there is one thing i won't do though i will not be sending any uh, politician that i disagree with an fu email on company email. I will not be doing that. That's something I will not do. We'll talk about one of the controversies of the week coming up here a little bit later on on the John Kincaid Show here on CBS Sports Radio. The um, Okay, again, we don't know, and, I, and I've said it to you before, I don't know why so many in the sports media industry wish to lead with the negative angles. We've refused to do it the entire pandemic. And as I told you, by the end, we would be right. By the end, we'll be right. We may not be right right off the bat, but we're going to be right. Excuse me for the bell. Uh, We will be right. By the end, we're going to be right. But we're just going to be positive. We're going to find the positive angles because, you know what? You're inundated enough all week long with amateur epidemiologists and stuff telling you that things are terrible and awful and you should never come outside. 
So we are going to be positive about the world of sports. If, if, if baseball's coming back, we're going to be rooting for baseball to come back. I know, strange concept. Why would someone in the sports media be actually rooting for sports content? Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy we even have to say it? So baseball continues their bubble and continues their testing. And what are we finding out? They're doing a great job. How great a job? 99.3% as of the latest testing. 99.3% testing negative. That's a damn good job, baseball. That's a good job. Should Should that not be the headline? 99.3% of baseball personnel testing negative. Under, by the way, constant scrutiny, constant testing. Shouldn't that be the headline? Or is the headline, Aroldis Chapman tests positive for coronavirus. Oh my gosh, what will become of Major League Baseball's bubble? How can they do this? Well, there's a, a popular restaurant and I'm not going to give the name of it because I don't want to freak anybody out or whatever, but uh, there's a popular restaurant in our area of town in Atlanta that had an employee test positive for coronavirus. Yep, around two weeks ago. Know what I did? I ate there. I ate there. I went in and ate. Yeah, I went in and ate. The New York Yankees will be able to go about their business too. And we will go about our business. We're going to go about our business. But why is the headline not, not, it honestly, it didn't even get, it didn't even make, like, it's not even getting main page coverage on a lot of sports websites. And I'm baffled. Why would a 99.3% negative testing rate, why would that not be the headline? While we're all rooting for baseball to come back, right? We're all on the same page. We're all rooting for sports, right? I know it doesn't seem like it, but we're rooting for it to succeed, right? And if that's not the headline, why is it not the headline? I want to ask you at 855-212-4CBS. Caesar, how are you, buddy? What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, John? How you been, man? How you been, buddy? What's going on with you? Oh, you know, just trying to stay away from this COVID, staying at home, work, <laughs> home, work, home. Washing your hands. Washing oh, your hands yeah. and doing the smart things. That's a way to do it. You know, I'm going to tell you a quick story. The other day I went to the gas station. I completely forgot my mask in in the truck. So, you know, I went in there and, you know, I grabbed my couple of Gatorades. I went to the counter and he, and he, he held them back. He said, oh, you got you to gotta have your mask. You know, I, I came back to the truck, got my mask, went and right. bought them, came back. And I told my fiance, you, you, you're the thing they tell, they'll, they'll tell me as soon as I walk in rather than after. I don't touch, you know, multiple things, you know, wander <laughs> around. And, you know, I told my fiance, at that point, you might as well just sell me the Gatorade, you know. I don't touch everything in your store. And you don't. Uh, and, by the, and by the way, for the record, you had your mask. It, you just forgot. It's not like you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not like you were not, going in. It's not like you were going into the gas station to to give somebody the middle finger and say, I'm not wearing a mask. You just forgot as you got yeah, out of your truck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't have no point, no problem, uh, you know, Correct. wearing a mask. You know, if you, if you if you tell me to wear it, I'll wear it. Otherwise, I won't wear it. You know, if, 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 I, if I'm at the house, if I'm walking down the street, 
I'm not going to wear it. But, you know, if I go into a business and you say yes. I need one, then, you know, I, I'll wear one. Other than that, you know, it, it ain't no big deal for me. But, you know, I wanted to ask you a, a, a quick question about the uh, bubble in Orlando. Yes. I know you. I know they're getting tested before before they left the city and then once they arrive. Uh, yes. uh, why why are they required to wear a mask if, if you know if all the players supposedly test the negative? Well, I still think that's a good idea because here's why. And I actually support them wearing the masks after they check in. And here's why. Do you trust in Shaq? And I talked about it this week on the Shaq podcast. So you can get a chance to hear it if you get a chance on iTunes podcasts or wherever you find your podcast. Uh, do you trust the NBA players to behave? All of them? Do you trust yeah, all your do you trust all your coworkers to do the right thing? Look, there are gonna be there are gonna be young ladies sneaking into the Grand Floridian in maids' <laughs> costumes. And you and I both know it. They're gonna be they're gonna be Instagram models that are somehow going to end up as if they were front desk girls at the uh, Coronado. You know it. They're gonna be wearing the they're gonna be wearing the front they're even gonna have the name tag and walking around. You know it. There's good that so I don't trust you, like if you, if especially if someone's being really cautious about this, they don't trust yeah. you to do the right thing. I actually approve of that. I think that's a smart thing to do. I think it's actually smart. I didn't so. think, you know, about all that, you know, them bringing in girls, you know, friends, you know, whatever, you know that's happening. You know that's yeah, going to happen, yeah. right? They're yeah. young men. And, uh, they're they're young men, and I can't, I can't, I can't put my head on the block saying what I would have done. If I was a million, if I was a millionaire in their situation, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah, and you know, especially being alone for three months in there. Yes, seriously, can you imagine? Joel Embiid will start to look attractive to some of these guys. I mean, it's going to be, it's really going to be, it's it's going to be, it's going to get, it's going to be like a like you're in the desert and you keep thinking that you're seeing a a, a, a nice fresh pool of water. It's going to be these. I mean, whoever, I'll tell you, the best looking girl at the front desk at any one of these hotels. She, she honestly, she's going to need someone to walk her to and from her car because someone's going to be like, hey, honey, you want to come up? Want to have dinner? Want to come on up? Room service. Let's do it. You know it's going to happen. You know yeah, it's you going know, to happen. Yeah, you know, it might even be the, the room service. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they're letting that, that go on. Caesar, take care of yourself, buddy. I love you. Take care, man. I hate his Cowboys, though. Just want to make sure I didn't get that in while you were still on the phone. I can't stand your Cowboys. Cowboy fans got to be nervous, though. They saw the money that Patrick Mahomes got, and they realize now, wow, we should have paid Dak before this. Because even though Dak will never get the money that Mahomes got, he, he's going he's going to want more than he wanted last week. He, he's going to want more at that point than he wanted last week. This is going to be this is going to get really interesting in uh, Big D with the with. By the way, where's Jerry Jones? Where's Jerry Jones during all this? He's very quiet. Just very, very quiet. And I know my team had a very, very noisy week, the Philadelphia Eagles. And I got to tell you, earlier in the week, they let me down. Later in the week, they sort of redeemed themselves. Just a bit. Sports Sunday always starts here. This is the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Did you know that today at 1230 Eastern, 930 Pacific, 
Washington Spirit battling the Houston Dash. The knockout stages inch closer. Don't miss the NWSL Challenge Cup on CBS All Access. Then you can relive the action at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on CBS Sports Network. Make sure that you are a part of all that's going on. Here with the John Kincaid Show. <laughs> and I thank Carrie from Texas who says the John Kincaid Show. Least intellectual show on sports radio. That would be Greg Popovich's Yelp review. Very good, Carrie. I appreciate it. He says he gets up an hour early for work to shower and shave so he can catch the show from the beginning, Anthony. We appreciate Carrie. We appreciate that. Gotta love that. The least intellectual show on sports radio, Greg Popovich. That would be his Yelp review. So it's very definitely not woke by Greg Popovich's standards. Yeah, we, we're just, you know, we, not, not many can be as woke. Now I'm figuring, I'm figuring that uh, I, I kept waiting. I kept waiting. I was like, wait a minute now. Deshaun Jackson, with one of the biggest stories of the week in sports, a absolutely ignorant, vile attack on those of the Jewish faith. And no, don't tell me that he was, well, he was just uneducated on the topic. He went to Cal. He went to Cal for three years. So if you're telling me, if you don't, guess what? They should shut down the school. If you can spend three years at Cal and not understand that anything regarding Hitler is not good. You should be able to shut that down. But I have trouble too because my own university gets involved in some of this stuff, Temple University in Philadelphia, with Louis Farrakhan over the years. This shouldn't be stuff that is hard for any athlete who has reportedly gotten a college education. This shouldn't be a problem for them to understand. So what I was expecting is, I just went back a few weeks and I'm saying, well, wait a minute. Four weeks ago, Drew Brees said he would find it, you know, that, that disrespectful to kneel during the national anthem, and he would never do it. And the 24-hour news cycle, news cycle, sports cycle, just went out of their way to abuse Drew Brees for an opinion of respecting the flag. Just a, that, was, that was considered the most outrageous thing anybody heard during the entire pandemic. So, of course, I expected Coach Woke, Steve Kerr, and Greg Popovich and others to be speaking out on this. Silence. Wasn't I told, and weren't we all told, silence is compliance? That if you're silent on these things, that everybody needs to speak up. Everyone needs to speak up on, any, on these issues of social justice. So, of course, I waited to see what, you know, my man Malcolm Jenkins was going to do. And Malcolm, thank you very much. A Fly Eagles fly for that Super Bowl championship. You were awesome. Loved having you on that team. So I expected Malcolm Jenkins to speak up because he told Drew Brees to shut the F up. 
his teammate, publicly. So I expected that, look, Deshaun, after Deshaun Jackson goes with vile anti-Semitism, I'm figuring that absolutely I was going to hear from Malcolm Jenkins on it. It took Malcolm a while. I'm figuring maybe a maybe there was an outage. Maybe he had an internet outage. He wasn't able to post. And what did I get? Yeah, like I, I you know what Deshaun said wasn't right, but let's not get distracted by this. This doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So again, as Chris Long said, and thank you, Chris Long former teammate of Malcolm Jenkins, knowing Deshaun Jackson. I'm glad that Chris Long spoke up and said, yeah, uh, we can walk and chew gum at the same time. So listen up to Malcolm Jenkins. Listen up to the members of the NFLPA that stayed silent this week. Overwhelmingly. Overwhelmingly stayed silent at attacks on people of the Jewish faith. Overwhelming silence. Not a peep. As Chris Long said, you can walk and chew gum at the same time. If social justice for people is important, and it is, and there are initiatives being taken all over the country, and honestly, I'm, I'm much more positive on it as far as how I think it's being received and executed in many areas than I was in the beginning about how I thought it was all going to be handled and how it was going to work. I'm positive that when the adults are having conversations, there's real progress potentially to be made. But the Philadelphia Eagles, had a, I thought, had a very lame response to Deshaun Jackson. And then yesterday, conduct detrimental to the team, He'll be fine. He'll have to go and undergo a a bunch of steps to secure his spot on the team. And that's cool. A much stronger response. I don't know why it took so long. I can't imagine what took so long. But I compliment them for doing it because I ripped them for doing it earlier on in the week. But if we're all going to be told, I'll I'll use Malcolm Jenkins' words. Shut the F up. Listen. If we're all not aware of social justice, that anti-Semitism is racism and deserves to be called out. That the people of Hong Kong being, having their freedom literally stripped from them. But the NBA can make its tens of millions over there. Yeah, that's what's important. 855-212-4CBS. Sam in Canton, Ohio joins us. Sam, what's going on? Hey, uh, good talking to you. Uh, I just wanted to start here by by thanking you. You know, uh, you've been a bright light over the past several months here. Just getting a chance to listen to you on Sunday morning, you know, gives things at least at least a semblance of normalcy, you know. Or a little and, uh, balance. Sam, honestly, all <laughs> I'm trying to do is I'm just trying to come come with facts and come with a little bit of semblance of normalcy for people. I'm not here on Sunday mornings to spread gloom and doom. I'm not here to, and, and, and I swear, the more I listen to sports radio around the whole country, I've been inundated with all the bad stories, and there are many shows that are trying to be positive, and I'm proud to be one of them. Well, we appreciate you, John. Uh, 
the reason I called, um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the the tenor here of of broadcast journalism and sports. And okay. you had talked about it a little bit earlier here that the negative slant here, you know, uh, a major league testing, you know, was what ninety nine ninety nine point three percent negative. Zero. So and, so you're talking about point literally point point zero seven percent of the people. Like yeah, it's, 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 it's minuscule, right? Seven tenths yeah. of 1% are testing positive and the headline still screams the guy who gets it, not the 99.3%. Uh, by the way, all personnel, front office personnel, managers, everything like that who don't have it. Well, you know, I, I guess the question I want to ask here, and I'm not a broadcast journalist, uh, but, you know, I, I, I'm 65 years old and, okay. and I look back on the days when I would listen to guys like Walter Cronkite and and Huntley and Brinkley, and while they weren't sports journalists, I mean, they reported the news, but they did not editorialize, okay? And it seems, as you pointed out earlier, that everyone has to put their slant on the reporting of the facts. And uh, or, the non, to... or choosing not to report the facts as the lead. Like in Major League Baseball right now, the lead story should be 99.3% test negative. That should exactly. be the lead story. And that should be screamed from the rooftops, but it's not. And the reason it's not is it's because of an agenda to not tell that story. And, and that's what I, the question I want to get at uh, here is I don't understand why there is this constant underlying cynicism, okay, uh, regarding something uh, such as this. You know, uh, one well-known conservative commentator once made the comment, He, you know, when he was talking about conservatives and, and liberals, not to get into political discussion. Yeah, don't get into politics said, so we got to go. No, but, but he said, you know, conservatives – well, look at a positive development, say the glass is 50 percent is is half full. Uh, liberals will look at it and say the glass is 50 percent. Well, I hate empty. I got to tell you, I appreciate your call. I hate painting with that broad brush because I have many I know many liberal voices, many conservative voices that I respect. So I don't like painting with that broad brush. But I would tell you this in regards to anybody who looks at that way. A glass cannot be half empty. And it is one of my pet peeves, and it's something that I've always talked about. You can't be half empty. You can be half full, but you can't be half empty. Because empty means nothing. Half of nothing is nothing. You can't be half empty. So people with that mindset, and by the way, I know many conservative people who have that mindset, who are negative about the, the, everything they think about the other side of the aisle or whatever is negative. So I, don't, I, I hate bringing that into it, and I do not want that to be brought into it because I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of blame to go around. Let's put it that way. 855-212-4CBS. I appreciate your call, though. Alan in Toronto joins us. Alan, how's my f- favorite Canadian city? Great, great. Uh, it's, uh, we want to pay you a visit one time, but uh, you've got to get well soon. You're, I can't wait. You have to get well soon. I want dim yep. sum. That's good. So let's get to it. <laughs> the Major League Baseball and the uh, NHL and NBA, uh, the startup, I'm, uh, I like to think positively. I'm pleasantly surprised, mighty encouraged, and consciously optimistic. But my guard is still up. And I say pleasantly surprised because when the Olympics were canceled, you know, 
the Japanese losses are colossal. Ramifications are immense. They had $25.6 billion startup costs. So I said it's only a matter of time before these other uh, these other sports are going to be canceled because look at what's going on there. 4.5 million tickets already sold, and they were projected to sell 7.8 million. And look at all the uh, the construction that's going on there and the, the new venues and the new hotels and 15,000 athletes. So I said that is the biggest catastrophe of all. It's only a matter of time before these other teams uh, shut their season down. They haven't done it so far. But, uh, you know, I love the, I, uh, I'll tell you this. I love the um, I love the optimism of and again, and I appreciate your call. Take care of yourself, man. Uh I refuse to. I just refuse to wallow in the negative. Like what? Like right now, the NHL is a good news story. August first. Now, Anthony, are you calling it a twenty-four team Stanley Cup playoff? Is that how you're looking at it? Isn't every every twenty-four teams have a chance to win the cup? They do. So, isn't it a twenty-four team Stanley Cup tournament? I would think so. That makes sense. Right. That's what it is. I mean, but I hear people arguing that. Like since they're they're a team, like every team who has a chance to play on August first, starting August first, every one of those teams has a chance to hoist the cup. So, to me, I think the NHL, to me, their return seems brilliant, very exciting. And is there five or six games a day or something like that? It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Now, being in being in Canada for it all is going to clearly, clearly limit the. Let's just say the energy that the United States pays to it. Because the NHL, whether anybody likes to admit it or not, and I used to work in the NHL, so you know I'm a fan, uh, is a niche sport. And it's going to be really it's gonna be really hard for the NHL to gather a a large audience for this. But already the twenty four team tournament is very creative. I love it. Uh, I think it's gonna really hurt them that both of the bubbles are in Canada. I've been to Edmonton multiple times in my life, and I can tell you it's just not going to attract the attention that I think that the, the sport really wants or needs down the stretch. Uh, there is a problem when people go off the rails, and this prominent business reporter in sports did it yesterday. I tried to correct him. We'll get to it next. John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 